We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's May 1st, it is 2023. We have a six-game MLB slate to talk about here on today's podcast. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief, what's happening, my friend? How's it much, man? Doing good. Uh, glad to come on on a Sunday and talk a little baseball uh, to get, get prepped for the... Uh, for, for the Monday slate, obviously, and I mean, so a much smaller slate on a Monday, I feel like that I'm used to, but nevertheless, man, there's money to be made in DFS streets, and we are help you, here to help you do just that. Yeah, fun slate. I mean, pitching is bad. Um, can't wait to get into breaking down these pitchers because let's just be honest, the pitchers aren't great. Um, so it will be interesting to see where people end up on pitching. I mean, first thoughts. That was my first thoughts. Um, Sunday, there was a ton of weather that kind of controlled the slate. So I'm excited for 
the weather to kind of be pushing through. Um, the NASCAR race got postponed to, to Monday as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a very interesting weekend. It was, dude, I can't tell you the last Sunday that I had nothing going on. Um, it was <laughs> one of the most relaxing Sundays I've had in months. So, on that end, I feel very refreshed today for the podcast. So, I mean, that's nice. Um, what's up, YouTube? I see you all hanging out, posting in YouTube chat. If you yeah, man. haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. And, I mean, get in chat with us. Come hang out. Let's have some fun. And, um, I mean, it's just it's been a lot of fun to do the YouTube live while we we're recording the podcast this year. And um, I hope everyone's enjoying it. I know we have a lot of great chat all the time in there. So, uh, before we get into this slate, Will, you got a, you got a, you got a new something going on this week, man. Um, tell the people what's got, what you got going on here at Rotor Grinders. Look, man, uh, big, big day for the chief household. Uh, a new pod will be coming to the, the Roto Grinders streets, man. It's called the take your pick em podcast. We'll come on every day, uh, during the week at 10 30 AM. Uh, and talk to talk to you guys through some prize picks, through some underdogs, some thrive. Um, you know, for anybody that's out to pick them streets, man, this, it, it should be a good pod. Hopefully, it's going to be tons of fun. Um, I'll get some special guests on from time to time, but I think everybody knows my uh, my love for this stuff. So uh, it's it's taking off, man. So first episode is tomorrow at ten thirty. So. I'm really pumped, man. It's a long time coming, and uh, so thank, thanks a bunch for uh, everybody hanging out with me and you know supporting me here at RG. Thanks to Dan and Devin and everybody that kind of was able to make this happen. Stevie, um, just everybody. I, I appreciate everybody. I think everybody knows I love this company, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to, to to be able to branch out and do this. So uh, come hang out at 1030. We'll be live and in color. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I just listen. We 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 talk sports. I enjoy it. You're my friend, and I am very very pumped for you, my friend. So, yes, if you're listening to this podcast on Monday and you're not live with us on YouTube right now, this will be at 10:30 a.m. Monday through Friday. Chief will be talking pick 'em plays for the fantasy streets and the fantasy pick 'em sites. Um, I mean, you don't want to miss it. If you have been a part of the prop shop over there on Discord, you know this guy knows this stuff. And he wants to help the community. And I mean, he's just a good dude. So go check it out. Support him. Support this show. Um, and nothing's changing. Will's still going to be doing the podcast with me exactly. all the time. Nothing's changing on that end. We're still going to be breaking down slates. Um, so you got a lot of love over there in the YouTube chat right now. Thank you, everyone over there. Yeah, let's uh, let's get into this baseball slate. It's a doozy. Uh, it, it's so interesting, Will. When you have a slate that doesn't have a game under eight and a half total, um, it's just you know it's going to be one of those slates where it's just like, all right, let's see what happens here. Yeah. We get started with Cleveland at New York facing the Yankees. Eight and a half total in this game. The Yankees a 134 favorite. We got Quantrill. We got Herman. Um, let's talk Cal Quantrill first. Usually easy write-off, right? Like this is a guy that's usually like, hey, we're not playing him, no chance. Um, we have been playing pitchers against the Yankees over the weekend. Um, there was a report that Judge will not play in this game. His Again. first game back yeah. potentially is Tuesday. So we already know that you know he's not going to play in this game. We know that Stanton's still out. Um, 
Donaldson's still out. Batter's still out. Do we have any interest in Quantrill, even with all that noise? Um, any thoughts on him here? I just meant Cal is just somebody I'm just not playing right now because, Stevie, the, the strikeout stuff is just fairly non-existent. And even on this slate, I just I can't do it. Um, I, I'm not on Quantrill. Yeah, it's so hard to say, hey, I'm going to play Cal Quantrill. Like, we really – I still think we really want to focus on, like, high strikeout pitchers against this team. Even even with, like, Judge out, it's still a solid lineup. I think it's a solid enough lineup where, like, Quantrill, who has, like, a 13% K rate, he's just not going to beat this lineup. Um, yeah. And the game's in Yankee Stadium. Like, you know, that's that's a downgrade in pitching – so I I just don't think I could do it. Herman on the other side of this game, we know Cleveland's on a, a very heavy strikeout team. Um, they just don't have a ton of power. I mean, Jose Ramirez, one of the top hitters on the slate in general. But outside of that, the lineup, it's not the best lineup. They don't strike out a lot, but they strike out more this year than they have in years past. Um, any interest in Herman on this weak, weak pitching slate? Man, look, I, I haven't been one to pick on Cleveland a, a lot, and I still don't want to. But, Stevie, when I look at the options that I have on this slate, Herman is, is somebody that does have some strikeout upside. And on this slate, Stevie, at, at pitching, especially on DraftKings, I feel like we're not looking for 25 points, I think. 15 to 20 points, I think we're feeling good. There are some other options against worse teams. I get it. So I don't, I don't think Herman is my top play, but I think he's top three for me today. So I he's going to be on my list. Once again, Cleveland tough team, I get it. But this is a weird slate. I, I, I'm in on Herman for sure. I'll be very – very satisfied with like 40 combined points from my pitchers today. I think yeah. I'll be happy with 30 combined points from my pitchers today. I don't think anybody is like, I have to play this guy today. Um, no. No. So, yeah, I mean, Quantrill, no, but Herman, I think he's in play. Like, maybe the strikeout upside goes down a little bit because he's facing this Cleveland team, but he's still a 31% K rate guy. And I mean, he strikes out lefties just as much as he strikes out righties. He just gives up a ton of power. So, you know, Quan great at putting the ball in play, but he's not going to beat you with power Rosario. He's just been bad this year if he's in the lineup. Um, so bell, I don't know what's kind of going on with bell. He's more of like a contact hitter that hits the ball on the ground a ton now. So I think that I think Herman is just an option today. Like, again, I don't think anybody's a home run pitcher today. Um, we'll talk about like Garcia against San Francisco, and he's probably like the closest option, I think, today. Um, but even him, like, there's downsides to him as well. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk bats. We'll go Cleveland first. Um, I already mentioned it. Like, Jose Ramirez, even against Herman, I, I think, you know, if you even if you have interest in Herman, this might be a slate six game slate where I play Herman and Ramirez on the same team and feel okay about it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you 100. I, I I definitely think I'd be be perfectly fine with that call. Um, overall, with the Cleveland bats, I mean, I don't think I want to stack them today, but I don't I don't mind the one off good hitters like you talked about. You know, Jose Ramirez. You know, 
I mean, he, he can get there with the best of them. He can get there in multiple ways. Uh, I do think, um, going back to Herman, like as I'm talking about Cleveland, just in terms of a strikeout upside, like the team as a whole doesn't strike out a lot, but there's still a handful of bats that he, he's going to have an opportunity to kick. So that that's really why I like him. Um, not stacking Cleveland. Don't hate Ramirez. Um, everybody else is fairly low power. I mean, Stephen Kwan can get on as well. He's kind of pesky. I don't hate him, but other than that, I'm, I'm really not playing too much from Cleveland today. Yeah, and teams that you don't have Herman, I think you take shots on like Bell and just kind of hope that, you know, he gets going. Um, that's why this team's so tough. I mean, like you, I don't want to play Quan. He doesn't have a ton of power. Um, I, I think like the other guy would be Naylor, but like you can't play them together, right? Like Bell and Naylor are both first basemans on DraftKings, so you can't like play them in the same lineup together. So like I really don't want to throw in like a third piece. <laughs> to try to make it work um so yeah i think it's just one-off power lefty power um against ramon as far as the yankees go i mean quantro is such a hittable pitcher um i think like the lineup's not going to be this great lineup but i I mean i think that as a secondary stack i think they're at least in play yeah um you know so here's the thing anthony rizzo still in the lineup i know he's keen a little bit more this season right now but historically, he's been a very low K-rate bat, so he's still there. Um, you know, you got Oswaldo Cabrera, who, who, who's a switch hitter. He'll be there. Um, you've got uh, Volpe at the top of the lineup that has some, some stolen base upside. So overall, I, I think this team could come around. And then what, what has surprised me about the Yankees this season is Glaber Torres really isn't striking out much to either side of the plate right now, lefties or righties. And, in fact, against lefties, I mean, he's got had big-time power – Big time power this year against lefties. No, he's not facing one today. But my point is, I'm really not afraid of a low strikeout guy in Quantrill. So I think that's going to neutralize some of the strikeouts uh, that the Yankees would typically pick up. This is probably a really good stack at home today. Uh, I, I don't mind this team one bit. All right. Um, yeah, I mean the Yankees definitely in play. They're not my favorite stack today, but they're 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 on the board. They're on the board. All right, we got the Cubbies at the Nationals taking on Washington. I said that backwards. You all know what I meant. Uh, eight and a half total in this game. Gore against Smiley. I mean, there's potential weather, but it doesn't yeah. look like it's going to be bad. So I'm not too concerned about it. We'll have to see what Kevin Roth has to say. I don't want there to be weather. Uh, I mean, I really want to go back to the well on Drew Smiley today. He's a guy that I'm, I'm just a believer in this breaking ball pitch that he's throwing and it's working and he had one bad inning. And I mean, he just, the San Diego game was interesting for him, but I mean, Washington's a team that's very pickable, like a team that you can pick on. Um, I mean, I like Drew Smiley today. What are your thoughts on him? Yeah. Smiley at 7,800. He's definitely on the list and we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, definitely a guy that I think we'll have some interest in. Now, what I will say is Washington, uh, they are striking out a lot less to lefties than righties. Right you know, on the season so far. So he's not at the top, but at 7,800 um, against a team that Stevie, look, this team just such little powers. Like that's the other thing. Right. So I was watching the, I think I was watching them play the angels. If I'm not mistaken, I, I think it was the eight. No, 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 no. It was Pittsburgh over the weekend. I'm sorry. It's Pittsburgh. And um, what happened, Stevie is they load the bases. It's, it's, Three on, no outs. And I'm thinking to myself, man, they're about to open it up on Rich Hill. Stevie, they end the inning with zero outs, with zero <laughs> runs because of the lack of power. Like that that's basically what we're getting here. And so I think, once again, I think Smiley is in play um, for that very reason. Like the K rates are low, but, I mean, outside of Call, Garcia, and Abrams, I mean, everybody's – the, the ISO man, it's it's just it's putrid. So I don't hate it. I think he'll pick up a couple strikeouts. I'm not saying he's going to go for ten or twenty like he's done in the past. Twenty is an exaggeration, but um, at 7800, I think he's fine on this slate. Again, if this is a 12 game slate and we have like stud pitchers, he wouldn't be my favorite option today. We also have to remember that I mean, there's just there's not like a home run pitcher today. Um, so I think that like Smiley very much in play. Um, going to the other side of this game, uh, a guy that has been really solid to start the season, 3.4 XFIP, 31.5% strikeouts. Um, it's hard not to have a little bit of interest here. Um, the Cubs, they do have some power against left-handed pitching, but they also have a lot of strikeouts. I don't think anybody goes like complete game shutout today. So just looking at the slate as a whole, I mean, again, like I'm really happy with like 20 points for my pitcher today. And I think Gore is another guy that could potentially do that. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you on Gore. Uh, he's in that, in that range, 8,100, um, you know, looking over the slate, like for instance, would I play Gore over Barrios today? I would. So that's kind of, you know, it's just kind of process of elimination. I, I still don't want to play everyone, uh, but Gore is Gore is definitely on my list um, in the 8K range. I've got, you know, three guys in the 8K range that I want to take a shot on. Probably won't be a surprise who the next one is. Um, but, but yeah, Gore is definitely on my list for sure. Mackenzie Gore is the highest priced pitcher on FanDuel. I think yeah. on FanDuel you're going to see um, Herman, Snell, Garcia get a lot of ownership. I don't think I want to pay that price for Gore, but he is going to be pretty low owned over there. Um, that would be, I think, the only argument you can make is just low ownership mm -hmm. for him on that site. Um, let's talk about bats. Um, we'll go Chicago bats first here. I mean, Wisdom is just a guy 
really like strikeout or home run type power against left-handed pitching. Joey Gallo 2.0. I mean, it, it definitely, I don't know if it's that extreme, but <laughs> he he's hitting for a ton of power against left-handed pitching this season. And we saw it last year as well. Uh, was in a little bit of a slump. Got it going a little bit here over the weekend. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Chicago Bats? <sighs> I don't really want to stack them. I think. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I think they have a slightly tough time today. Um, you know, if if especially if Gore can start dialing up the Ks, um, you know, I, I don't. I'm, I'm not super high on the Cubs in this spot. Um, once again, though, you talk about Patrick Wisdom. Definitely don't mind hunting for power uh, with him. Like that's, I think that's perfectly fine. And you know, Cody Bellinger's have he's on a little surge right now as well, Stevie. Um, you know, lefty lefty spot. But um, all in all, wisdom is okay. Everybody else is is kind of blah. Like I do think Dansby Swanson is going to pick it up here soon. Like you know, at at some point he's going to start having some big games at forty five hundred. I don't hate it, but once again. You know, we're still dealing with one of the higher uh, K K rate pitchers on the slate, so I don't feel like I have to go there. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't know if I'm stacking Chicago here today. I would take shots on Wisdom. Bellinger's hit left-handed pitching really well this year. I don't know if that's going to continue, but he's hitting them at such a good clip with such high fly balls that it's hard not to have a little interest. Um, Jan Gomes has turned back the clock and just absolutely crushed left-handed pitching this season. He's 3,600 as a catcher play that, you know, you could potentially take a shot on here. So, yeah, I mean, I think that overall, maybe a secondary stack for the Cubs for me, but not a full-on stack. And then looking at Washington, I mean, call maybe. I I don't think I want to really play anybody else. They're not hitting with a ton of power. Um, Call or Garrett would be the two that I'd be looking at here on the Washington side of things. Yep, I'm with you. I'm with you. This game's in Washington, too. This game's not in Chicago. So, I mean, it's definitely more pitcher-friendly in this ballpark than it is hitter-friendly like it is potentially in Chicago, depending on the weather. Oh, yeah. All right, we got Blue Jays and Red Sox. Ten and a half total in this game. The Blue Jays are 148 favorites. We got Barrios against Kluber. Let's talk Jose Barrios first. He's 8,300. Coming off of finally like that, like dominant performance that we've kind of been waiting for from Barrios. Um, I mean, gets a matchup here against a Red Sox team that, I mean, just kind of keeps putting the ball in play, Will. Like, I'm a Red Sox fan. And I mean, I didn't expect this this year from this team, but they have the lowest strikeout rate in baseball against right-handed pitching. What are your thoughts here on Jose Barrios? Uh, my thoughts are he's looked good so far um, on the season, Stevie. So th- this was actually very interesting for me. It kind of caught me off guard. This on the season so far, 3.19 X, 26% K rate a 4.3% walk rate. The 4.3% walk rate for him is really is really what's interesting because this is a guy that's been so erratic, right, historically. Um, has he figured something out? I don't know. But what I can tell you is uh, the Boston Red Sox, as you've already mentioned, they're just not striking out enough for me to trust Jose Barrios. Like, this just isn't the spot, I don't think, Stevie. For us to go out here and trot Barrios out there thinking, oh, 
you know, we're going to get good Jose Barrios. I don't, I don't know if we get good Jose Barrios today. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm very uncertain. And on a slate where I really don't have to play him anyway, like I, I think he's going to sit on the shelf. And I'm saying that Stevie because, so Kansas City, this was early, got lit up, kind of got touched up by the Angels. Had a, had a great game against Tampa Bay in 77 pitches. Had an okay game against Houston, but then he lit up the White Sox. Like, the White Sox have been striking out against everybody. Houston's been striking out against everybody. And so the main game where we could trust him was this t- Tampa Bay game. Um, and, I, you know, so that was 77 pitches, and they just they went ahead and pulled him. I'd love to see him go against Tampa Bay again, and I think we get a version of that today in Boston. Against Boston. And so today we're going to figure out, has he fixed it? I think because of the slate, if you're playing anything more than like three teams, Barrios is in your player pool today. Um, just because of the slate and the pitchers that we have, like, do I like the spot? Nope, I don't. Um, am I going to play a guy that potentially has a little bit of a ceiling that threw finally threw a hundred plus pitches last time out? I mean, there's worse options for sure. Um, so I think because of the slate, you could potentially take a shot, but I mean, I, I probably won't do it because I typically only play three teams. Um, and I mean, he faced a, a a White Sox team that definitely strikes out in a much higher clip than a Red Sox team. So, all right. Um, Corey Kluber. Hey, he's still pitching in the bigs. Um, Hey, he's still not good anymore. Um, I'm guessing you're on the same page and we're not playing. We're we're not playing Corey Kluber. Okay. No. Yeah. Toronto, like Toronto, by far my favorite stack on the slate today. On the road in Fenway, um, guaranteed nine. Kluber's not good. Um, I, I mean, I'm not overthinking this spot. This is the this is the team that I want to pay up and get as like a main stack today. Um, yeah. And, and like the good thing about it too is we have cheaper pitching. Like at, you know, it's not going to be that hard to make it work. Um, so. Boston bullpen, middle of the road. If you get out Kluber early, maybe get the bat into that bullpen. So, yeah, a ton of interest in the Toronto bats here. Yeah, man, big time. I'm, I'm with you. I like Toronto bats as well. Um, look, Corey Kluber hasn't been good. We don't have to really explain that too much to you. And also, Stevie, Toronto, is they, they don't strike out a lot against right-handed pitching. So, I mean, this this I think this is a great, great, great spot. For the Blue Jays. I mean, they're not striking out that much against lefties this season either, um, which is a little bit lower, I think, than righties. But even the righties, man, this this team, they just – it's fan, they're fantastic. Love the Blue Jays. I think you're only – even with, like, the cheaper pitching options, I think you're likely only going to get three of Vlad, Bichette, Chapman, and Springer on DraftKings because, I mean, they're all over 5,500. Mm-hmm. But I think you can get three of them. Like most days, you're potentially getting two, maybe three, but I think today you're getting three, potentially four. Um, I think yeah. pitching is cheap enough to, I mean, be able to get that stack. And honestly, I like all of them. Uh, I'm really not going to, you know, kind of pinpoint anything. Um, I mean, Varsho, he's still cheap at 4,300. I like what Kirk offers um, at catcher. Mitt Wer- yeah. Whit Merrifield has been a guy that he's definitely not afraid to steal base here recently. Um, and he's, getting, he's getting on base and he's stealing now. So, like, if that's going to be a thing, and Whit Merrifield is going to be stealing bases, 
um yeah i mean i think that you have to have some interest in him as well here um on the cheaper end yeah for sure steven i know you said three but i think with the cheap guys you you might be able to make it work if you play kurt and wit and and, you know and then if if for whatever reason like biggio were to crack the lineup for some reason like he's 2100 probably be in the nine hole um, you may you may be able to to get him. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe they also play Brandon Belt today. Like he's been terrible, but maybe they squeeze him in as well. He's 21, um, 2300. I'm just saying those are other creative ways to kind of get all the big bats plus some of the smaller price ones. All right, Red Sox side of this game. Um I mean, Devers is expensive, but he's one of the top hitters on the slate. Yoshida kind of keeps doing his thing. Verdugo, um, Duran out of nowhere, just kind of doing it, man. I mean, he's 3,300. He's absolutely crushing the ball. Like, I mean, he is one of the top value plays on the slate, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I think for Boston, what I'm doing today with Boston, Steve, is I'm stacking them in hopes that – uh, Barrios has a meltdown, and that, that's kind of the approach I'm taking. Um, let's see if he's really improved, uh, because if not, this this low K rate Boston team should make him pay. So that that's where I'm at with this. I'm I'm stacking them up. Yeah, I mean, I I feel you. This is definitely like a very game stackable game. Um, oh, yeah. There's a lot oh, yeah. of different ways you could build a game stack here. So very game stackable type of game. Um, just a very expensive game. So like if you are stacking this game, I mean, you're going to have to play some of the cheaper bats too. You can't just say, hey, I'm going to play all these studs and call it a day. Um, so um, yeah, nothing else to really add. Great game. Definitely a game you want to target uh, for bats, not for pitching. Maybe Barrios. <laughs> San Francisco at Houston, eight and a half total in this game. The Astros, a 200 favorite, Stripling and Garcia. Uh, Ross Stripling, 6,400. Has not, has, I mean, he's thrown over 70 pitches one time. This is his first start of the season. Um, we're not playing Stripling, right? Negative. Houston's not like this great offense this year, but they're still very, they're still good enough to beat Ross Stripling. Yeah, can't, can't do it. Nope. Um, Garcia on the other side, like this is your this is your like chalky SP one today, yeah, right? Gotta be, gotta be. Like I know San Fran was out in Mexico and just bombs away, but listen, they're back in Houston, Tropicana, and I don't I don't see them making much contact. Um, you know, t- to me, Stevie, this is like them being in Coors for a week, and like now they're coming back to reality, <laughs> yeah. and things are going to look different. Like I I I don't see it. I, I think. I think Garcia has a fantastic day just by them virtually flying back in and, and, and having normal hitting conditions. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're gonna be high on Garcia, I don't mind a hedge stack because he is a guy that gives up a lot of fly balls. Um, really, to both sides of the plate and a lot of hard contact. And like the Giants are much better against right-handed pitching than they are against left-handed pitching. And yeah. you know, with Peterson adding Hanniger in there, Hanniger is always a guy that hits right-handed pitching really well. But like. Wade's been hitting the ball well. J.D. Davis has been hitting the ball well. Like, Yaz has been hitting with a lot of power. So, I just want to, like, note that, like, if you are, like, going heavy on Garcia, I would definitely throw a hedge stack. 
and you don't even have to do it in like a really like high dollar contest. Just um, it, it's just the Giants are they're a team that can beat him. Um, I mean, that's how I'm playing the Giants. Like if I'm playing the Giants, it's a stack spot for me. You know, just yeah. overall. I mean, I don't think I'm going to try to like pinpoint things here. Like Wade's been good. Jock Peterson, we know he has a ton of power. Hanniger has been great, um, you know, since he's come back from being injured. So a lot of potential with this lineup. Uh, Garcia is a good pitcher. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to discount like how good he is. The Houston bullpen, they've, they're really close to like a top five bullpen. So I think you're going to have to like do your damage early and just kind of hope it, you know, plays out the way that you want it to if you're stacking San Francisco. But I mean, again, like, Conforto, Jock Peterson, Hanniger, a lot of options here if you want to play the the contrarian, you know, game theory stack with the Giants today. Yeah, man, absolutely. And the Giants are kind of the reverse of Washington. Washington has low strikeouts, low power, and uh, the, the the Giants they're high strikeout but high power uh, <laughs> up and down this lineup. So I, I'm I'm with you 100 percent there. I don't I don't. I don't mind one off from San Francisco. I still don't think I want to stack them though. I think if Garcia gets going once again, I'm I'm kind of doing a little bit of the around the corner analysis. This is really more about them coming back from Mexico City. I think the ball. I think they're going to be seeing the ball a little bit different at least that first game. So Garcia should be able to pick up some strikeouts here. You would hope so. Um, Houston bats. What are your thoughts on um, Houston against Stripling here? As bad as Houston's been, I don't mind stacking them today, Stevie. Um, you know, Stripling has has not been good uh, this season, uh, and and really, I you know, you think he would be slightly better, but I mean, nineteen percent K rate, four point five nine X FIP. You know, giving up tons of power to both sides of the play. That, like I said, Houston hasn't been good, Stevie, but I definitely think uh, this is a team we can stack. Um, they got Al- Alvarez's back. They still got Tucker. They still got Bregman, who I think will come on. Our boy Michael Brantley uh, is, is in rehab assignment right now. Should be coming back very soon, Stevie. Uh, he should hopefully turn this lineup around. Uh, Pena's been okay uh, as well. So I I, I think I want to stack Houston today because I don't, I don't trust Ross Stripling. Yeah, I saw a report the other day that like Michael Brantley might be playing some like first base in his rehab. Um, but I know he's getting close. I, I would assume it's a, at least another week or two for Brantley. Um, hey, Jose Abreu has at least one single in five of his last seven games. The single machine just keeps doing his thing. Um, if you like three fantasy points a game, you can play Jose Abreu. Um <laughs> All, all joking aside, Tucker Alvarez Bregman would probably be my three man. Um, if they have a cheap bat in there and you don't want to trust Bregman, I just I think he's the guy that you're like looking at here. I mean, the only problem with doing that like three man is it's an expensive three man. So if you're looking at a potential cheap stack on the other side, that's where you would get to Houston. Cincinnati at San Diego, nine total in this game. The Reds are throwing Weaver. The Padres are throwing Snell. The Padres are a minus 215 favorite in this game. Any interest here in Luke Weaver? Man, Stevie, I'm I'm, I'm close. Like I'm close to having some interest in Luke Weaver. Here's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid he's going to get eight strikeouts and give up eight runs. 
I, I just, but this, the, the case stuff has been there this season to start, but man, can I trust him to not get blown up? He's probably the best option in the seven K range or in, in fact, I'm not, he is the best option to be in the seven K range, maybe outside of smiley. Um, I think I'm going to take some shots on him because the upside's there and pray he doesn't get destroyed. Yeah. Um, I mean, wouldn't you, wouldn't you like put it in the same, like exactly thing same, that you were just coming back, the giants coming back from Mexico city. Yeah. Absolutely. He's seven. There's a lot of strikeouts in this Padres lineup too. It is. talked about it a lot this year. Um, I mean, there's a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. So, I don't think people I mean, realize that if they don't look. Like they look at the names and think they're crushing, but really they're like striking out all the time. I mean, they hit a ton of home runs too, but they're still striking out twenty five percent clip as a team this year against trying to pitching. So like, yeah. I mean, you you look at it and you're like, all right, this is going to be one of those spots where if Weaver can keep the ball in the ballpark, less like just give up one. Or two home runs. Give up two home runs. I, I'll give him two clean, two yeah, solo me, shots. Give me 18 points, and I'm so happy. I know, like, I just keep saying this, but, like, I don't feel great about any pitcher. Like, we were just talking about Garcia, right? And I don't even feel great about him because of how much power uh, is in that Giants lineup and how good they've been hitting right-handed pitching this year. So, I don't, I don't feel good about any pitcher today. I, I mean, it's just where I'm at. Uh, maybe my research later throughout the day – leans on something but i mean machado's hitting the ball on the ground a ton soto's hitting the ball a ton on the ground bogarts is hitting the ball on the ground a ton so there's a ton of strikeouts here for, for reference could weaver do it weaver is really good he, I, I don't know if i'd say really good weaver's good he has, a, he has good strikeout stuff eight strikeouts in both games gave up four earned in the pittsburgh game gave up six earned in the texas game and he still scored 17 points and 10 points. And that's given up four runs and eight runs. Has, has had eight strikeouts in both games. He will get the strikeouts. I'm not worried about that at all. In fact, Stevie, the more I'm sitting here thinking about it, he might be my favorite pitcher on the slate. Because I think they bumped him down too much for the Padres, who strike out a ton. I like it. I, I, Luke Weaver's man. Whew. Like him a ton. Yeah, and I mean Blake Snell on the other side of this game is going to be really popular. Oh yeah, let's be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, and I, I get why he's potentially going to be popular here. This team is, I mean, they're really not good against left-handed pitching. They don't have a ton of power. They're going to throw a lot of righties at him, um, and maybe their strikeouts, their lack of strikeouts, help against a guy that you know potentially struggles with walks. Um, Snell, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Like, Snell is a guy where I really hate playing him, but we just watched, like, Waldachuk strike out seven against the, the the Reds on Sunday, and I think Snell is a better pitcher than Waldachuk. So this could this be the game that he kind of gets it together and goes out and throws a solid game? I mean, sure. And if you look at it, man, like, he, look who he's had to face this year. <laughs> Atlanta twice. The Rockies, the Mets, and the Cubs. I mean, he's had three or four tough matchups there. So, I don't know. Let Maybe this is the spot, but he's he's going to be the chalky pitcher here. What's your cutoff at ownership, right? Like that. So, that to me, I'm kind of going to play the Snell ownership game. Like, if he gets too high, I'm just not going to play him at all. 
Um, what's like your cutoff? My cutoff today is probably around 30%. Do you think he gets to 30? I think he might. He'll be, he'll be over 30% owned. So I, I, I'm probably not going to play him today just because he's so the, small. I think the chalk like combo on DraftKings is Snell Garcia. Yeah. Because you could still get a ton of bats with that combo. And that's what I'm saying. Like in tournaments, and, and I'm saying large field tournaments, Garcia's probably going to be higher on the Snell, you think? Or they'll be pretty close. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. I don't know. See, Snell's cheaper. They might, uh. I I think Snell is going to be the highest-owned pitcher, but I think Garcia is going to be up there as well. I think Snell, potentially the highest-owned pitcher because people love to play Blake Snell, one. And two, he has the he has the better matchup. Yeah. And three, Waldachuk just threw seven strikeouts against the Reds yesterday. Yeah, right. I okay. So Snell's well, the Chuck's a fifteen percent K rate oh, guy, I know. and even like I know. with Snell's struggles this year, he's still sitting at like twenty four percent. So, I mean, maybe the the discount to Snell is the Reds face a lefty two days in a row. Whoop de do. Um, yeah, it's hard for me. It's hard for me not to have interest in Snell, but I likely play him on one of three teams because I hate playing chalk like Snell. Yeah. That's that's really all it is. Like, I I might, I think if I'm gonna play Blake Snell, I'm gonna play his counterpart and Luke Weaver and just bump up my exposure to Weaver because essentially they're the same pitcher today. Just Snell has the much better matchup. All right, cool. But like, okay, so Will like uh, Snell beats himself here, right? Right. Like exactly. you look at this lineup. You look at this lineup and like Fairchild, Stevenson, Ramos. Senzel, Mark Reynolds, like, you know, they, they don't, or Matt Reynolds, not Mark Reynolds. I'm so used to Mark Reynolds, but Matt Reynolds, um, you, they don't beat him. He beats himself in this spot. He beats himself by not throwing strikes and walking behind him. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what he does, right? He walks four or five guys and he, you know, he struggles and that's how he beats himself in this game. Like, yeah. I'm not running to play the Reds. I love hedge stacks. I love game theory stacks. But, like, I mean, you're just closing your eyes and stacking the Reds if you're playing them today. Here's Blake Snell's line. I, I didn't expect to spend this much time in this game. We only got one left, which is cool. Here's Blake Snell's line today, Stevie. Four, four and a third to five innings, 98 pitches, 
six strikeouts and gives up three. That's a classic and walks three. Like that's classic Blake Snell. Like just throws 50 pitches in two innings and just crushes his upside, right? Classic Blake Snell. Yeah. Gosh. I mean, this is the first spot this year where I'm like, I, I think Blake Snell can go for 30 plus. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I really do, but I also wouldn't be shocked if he scores less than ten. Because I mean, that's just the type of pitcher he is. Yep. Do you have any interest in the Reds bats? Like, no, I don't. I know I, that's I, the I, problem, I right? Like, who's hitting home runs here? Newman? Oh yeah. Sign me up, baby. Sign me up for some Kevin Newman. Um, he has two Gosh. home runs against left-handed pitching this season. If you wanna, if you wanna play some Kevin Newman, <laughs> Good luck. that was not an endorsement. I but know. I will say that Kevin Newman at shortstop at twenty-seven hundred, batting leadoff against the lefty with a little bit of power, a little bit of fly balls, maybe you can take some shots on Kevin Newman if you wanted to. Both of his home runs this year have been against left-handed pitching. He's twenty-seven hundred. Maybe I take one off Jonathan Andy at second base. For no, you, we're doing one off Kevin Newman. <laughs> oh. yeah, they're so bad. Yeah. Will Myers is out right now, too. Um, yeah. Boy. India got the day off Sunday. Oh, yeah. Fresh legs, India. I like it. $4,800. Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll he'll get walked and then steal second and then steal third. Yes. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, he, he's like the ultimate one-off uh, uh, wrench play today. Oh, man. Kevin Newman's the ultimate one-off play. All right, let's talk San Diego Bats. Um, I mean, you want left-handed power against weaver so i i think a lot of people will go to like soto and i completely understand why um i think cronenworth's interesting i think carpenter is really interesting in this spot um you know you mentioned they're coming back from a, a series in in mexico city so you're always a little bit concerned about you know changing altitudes and stuff like that and is it going to affect them um weaver is a good strikeout pitcher but he also gives up a ton of power so i think like Carpenter, Soto, Cronenworth, and then like you can always take shots on Tatis or Machado. Uh, Machado's hitting the ball a ton on the ground this year, but Soto I mean, fifty-eight percent on Soto. My God. Yeah, but it, Weaver is a fly ball pitcher to lefties, yeah. so like that actually probably helps, helps him, him in yeah. this spot. So. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I'm also going to go ahead and give up my Weaver stat line for this game. See, so Weaver stat line is let's see here. What do we go with for Weaver? I'm going to say Weaver goes five. You know what? I think Weaver makes it six, six innings in this game. Seven hits, three runs, walks one. Give me seven strikeouts. That's my, that's my Weaver line in this game. All right, back to the, the San Diego Padres bats. Uh, I'm with you on Soto, man. Just K rate's low. I don't hate Xander either, even though he's also, you know, going to hit the ball on the ground a little bit. I, I don't hate him. You talked about Cronenworth. His K rate's up to 22% this season. The power isn't there like it was. But once again, I, you know, 
with him struggling with lefties so much, I don't hate it. And then Matt Carpenter, if he cracks the lineup, I mean, he's got big time power. Like he, he's actually probably my home run call from this team. Uh, which you know his his fly ball rate's really up there, but man, the ISO three seventeen. I like him a ton. Brent in YouTube chat says, "I take notes on the podcast and having a hard time writing down Kevin Newman one off." <laughs> I'm having a hard time writing it down too, but like I just said in YouTube, Brent, man, just, that's just in case, just in case you're listening on the podcast and you didn't see what I said on YouTube chat, Newman, 250 ISO, 369 Woba, 11% Ks, 52% fly balls, 90% contact rate against left-handed pitching this season, yeah. zero Zelch, zero infield fly balls hit this year for Newman. So, that's why I said it. I don't want to play him, but he's 2,700. So, yeah. All right. We finished this slate, this wonderful slate. Hey, it's been it fun. Is. It's always fun. It's always fun hanging out. Remember, if you joining late or if you fast forward or you're listening really fast, Will has a new show coming out on Rotor Grinders today. <laughs> it's going to be Monday through Friday. You check it out at 10.30 Eastern over there on the videos page on the main site on rotogrinders.com. So just hit video and it'd be right there and uh, go hang out with the chief. But we finished it out with Phillies and Dodgers, nine total. Dodgers are 178 favorite. We got Tajon Walker going up against Gonsolin. Um, Tajon Walker, a little bit of a forearm, um, left game early against Seattle, was actually pitching okay, gave up a couple home runs, but had some strikeouts. Um any interest in Walker here going up against the Dodgers? No, and it's got nothing to do with the Dodgers, actually. It's got everything to do with Walker. I mean, he's only because he's coming off an injury. Him and uh, uh, God, what's the guy? The guy that's with the Yankees now came over from San Francisco, Rodon. Him and Rodon just hurt all the time, Stevie. Him, Rodon, James Paxton, they, they just can't stay healthy. So I, I'm just going to fade Walker today. I'm, I'm just, I'm not playing. Yeah. I mean, the Dodgers lineup doesn't look as scary as it has in years past. They have the second most home runs against right-handed pitching. They have the second highest ISO. They have the third highest WRC plus and the third highest Woba against right-handed pitching this season. So around. while this lineup isn't like, Oh, like dude, Altman's hitting Jason Hayward of all people's hitting. Muncie's crushing the ball. He has a 500 yeah. ISO against right-handed pitching this season. Will Smith is back. Freeman is probably the worst hitter on the team, but his advanced stats are fantastic, and yeah. it's just a matter of a time before this guy absolutely starts crushing. Uh, bets, like, the top six guys in this lineup are just hitting. They're just hitting every single day. Um, so I don't want to play Walker. I have a ton of interest in the Dodgers. We'll talk about that in just a second. Gonzalez came back. They said it was going to be like an opener situation last time he pitched. Uh, he was coming back from an ankle injury. They ma- they actually told us that they were going to max him out about sixty five pitches. Um, so sixty five I mean, nose too. I think seventy seven seventy five to eighty pitches for Gonzalez here. The Dodgers are usually very conservative when it comes to guys coming back from injury. He had a low strikeout rate. He struggled with walks in that start against Pittsburgh. He's cheap. I don't think I want to play him today. Nope. nope. You can just go ahead and pull out the office, Jeff. Nope. Don't like that. Not playing him. <laughs> and it's not like I'm running to play Philly bats. Um, I, I mean, Marsh has been a guy that's been a surprise this year. Like, I think he's been one of the biggest 
surprises on the season for me. He's hitting 341. I mean, just continuing to hit. I think he's hit now in was it eight of the last 12 games or something like that. Um, a guy that's just hitting the ball really well. So I don't mind him. I never mind playing like Schwarber. Stout, you know, his price kind of caught up. And then, I mean, it kind of topped out around 4K. Um, I mean, he's just hitting too. They're just, I mean, they're not a big power team. Like they, they do a good job of like putting the ball in play. Um, but again, like this is another team that's like a top five WRC plus team against right-handed pitching this season, but they're just not as high as strike like home run wise. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, I, I'm always in the, in the running to play Trey Turner, like at 5,300, 5,400, excuse me. He's just got so much upside on most days. Um, you know, I know he has he's had a little rough stretch here, but I'm not worried about it. I mean, I think the fantasy points will pick up. I don't see a lot of people playing him today uh, just because of the – I don't think people are going to be stacking Philly, even on this small slate. So he's someone I'm big-time interested in. Um, we talked about Stott, who's, um, you know, kind of been leading off and stuff like that. Like, I I, I still think he's, he's in play if you decide to stack against Gonsolin, hoping that he's just not right still coming back from injury. Yeah, I mean, the only problem, like, against stacking against the – I mean, the Dodgers' bullpen's actually been pretty bad this year. They just have a lot of – they have a lot of, like, right-handed and left-handed arms, so they can really kind of um, pick and choose. So, um, yeah, I mean, Trey Turner – I think Trey Turner's interesting for sure. Like, his stolen base ability is always really up there. I know he only has, like, four this year, but he's also hitting 260, so he's not getting on base as much as he has in the past. So, yeah, uh, he's going to eventually get it going. Dodgers bats, man, I like the Dodgers today. They're definitely like one of the like top three teams for me on this slate. Again, like they just keep doing it. Um, they're not cheap. I mean, they're not overly expensive. They're not like Toronto expensive, but they're they're still not like cheap. Yeah, and, and Freddie's down to forty eight hundred. The minute he hits a home run, he's back over five k. So uh, Hayward's today- twenty five. Yeah, today is, but I, I do think today is the day to play the Dodgers if you kind of want to make some some interesting stacks because like you can play Outman Hayward, um, you know they've still got Peralta who's batting at the bottom, Mookie, Will Smith. Like you can mix and match with some of these upper tier bats or more expensive bats and still get a really quality lineup. And really, Stevie, like the way they've been hitting. You could almost leave out Betts and Freeman and just play Smith, Muncy, Hayward, Outman. And that would be unique because most people aren't stacking the Dodgers without those two. I'm not saying you have to do that. I definitely think Freeman is going to come around, and I don't I don't want to fade those guys. But I think in a few lineups, if you're building 150, I think that's a good way to do it. Like just complete, completely fade Betts and Freeman all together and then take these other bats. Um, you know, Peralta, the power isn't there, but the K rate is still at 15%. You know, all he needs is a couple guys on base. And, and with, with them not really being able to shift on him, some of the balls he used to hit into the shift, he can just poke it through and maybe he gets a couple runs to come home. All right. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. We're really close, by the way. I wanted to mention this earlier. We're really close to 500 subscribers on the YouTube page. And 
I just want to say thank you to everybody. Like it was me and Devin joking around um, one day and saying, Hey, we should do the podcast live. And I was like, you know, we've had a lot of requests for that over the years. Let's try it. And uh, that's kind of how it went down. So um, thank you all for supporting. I love it, man. I love the the YouTube chat. We're having fun each and every night. Um, so yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone when it comes to that. So, all right, let's play the morning grind game. If you want to play along in YouTube chat, feel free. Um, Will, under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Luke Weaver. All right. I'm going to go Drew Smiley. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Oh, man, so many. Uh, I think I got to stay on brand here, Stevie. We talked about this team. I think we like this team. It's a small slate. Give me Jose Barrios. Yeah, I think he's he's the option for me. Um, I think by I, just playing the numbers, I think I have to say Blake Snow. I get it. I, I so right? get it. I really think Blake Snow oh, scores man. ten or thirty. Ten or thirty, like yeah. a no joke. I think that's yeah. that's where he's kind of at. Over four K to hit a home run today. Who's going yard? Oh man, can I can I, I'm gonna try to go off the beaten path here. I've been rolling with this guy, Stevie. He's been great for me. I'm going with Glaver Torres. He's been hot. Okay. I like it. Um give me I think I'm gonna I'm gonna pay up for my home run today. Um give me Vlad Guerrero Jr. going up against my Red oh, Sox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Under 4K to get two hits. Who do you like to get two hits today? Alejandro Kirk. Give me the Kirkmeister. Catcher. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, I was going to joke around and say Kevin Newman just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> give me give me Jaron Duran for the Red Sox. Um, just, just hitting. Just hitting. Just hitting. Just hitting. Just hitting. So uh, stack to score six or more runs. Who do you got today? Give me Houston against, against San Francisco at home. All right. I, I mean, I already said Toronto's my favorite stack today, so I'm not going to pick them. But give me the Dodgers. I really like the Dodgers today. Um, I don't think the stack is going to be too hard to kind of make work. I think that you're probably going to have to leave one of the big bats out. Um, but like Hayward and some of these other cheap bats potentially being in the lineup definitely frees it up enough where you can make it work. So. Uh, really like the Dodgers today. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Negative. It's been fun hanging out, brother. And uh, we're into a new month now. Let's, 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 let's pump up the profits. Let's have some fun with it for sure. That's going to wrap it up for Monday's podcast. Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. I'm excited, man. Baseball and NASCAR on the same day. Very excited for Ooh. Monday. So, Hope everyone has a great Monday. We'll be back tomorrow talking more baseball. Good luck. We'll see you all then.